Here we are again with uh, Stacey Topas, who uh, we interviewed for a podcast um, a few weeks ago now. And uh, I'm on the other end now, so Stacey's going to ask me a few questions today. So uh, uh, this will be uh, very interesting. So I'll uh, hand it over to you, Stacey. Thank you, Stephen. And it's interesting, as, as I've started doing a little bit of interviewing, I know that I'm actually much more comfortable on the other side of the mic, getting more comfortable on this side of the mic, but it's, um, it's, it's been good and you know, you're doing a great job with the podcast and, and I just think it's, a, you know, it's been really interesting to have these conversations. So to be able to have a chat with you, know, you both today, Stephen and Donna, um, obviously we met through the course of your 366-day journey to connect with a new person every day uh, and it really fascinated me and I'd just love to hear what prompted you to actually start on this journey to where did it come from? Very good question um, I get asked that question a lot and, I th and for us it was uh, um, it's not a simple answer but um, you know my I refer to myself as a recovering socially awkward engineer and um, we had a strong influence in our life through, through mentorship about four years ago, which made us understand we had to change. And um, the one thing I had to change was if I'm going to make any impact uh, at all in life, I had to learn how to connect with people. So Donna and I uh, went on a, I guess, a, a binge of, of events. And for almost a year, Donna and I went to every event we could possibly go to as a way of learning how to connect with people and have conversations. And uh, during that, we, we heard about someone in America who went on a journey four or five years ago, I think in Seattle, of meeting someone every day. And we thought, hey, that sounds like a great idea. And it took us about a year for us to even build up any courage whatsoever to, to start a journey like that. So um, yeah, that, I guess the history of where it came from was really driven by us wanting or that desire of learning how to how to communicate better with people, Come, essentially, especially coming from my background, which was, you know, being a socially awkward engineer, recovering now. I love that, and I just feel that the the, the best way to actually really to learn a new skill and to fully develop a new skill is just to jump in the deep end and go all in. And I totally admire that you have chosen to go completely all in for this. So I love that you mentioned too that it took you about a year to get the courage to actually decide to hit go on this. What actually, what actually spurred you to actually then go, this is the date. Like how far ahead did you choose that date? And what what got what was it that got you to the point that's like, okay, this is enough procrastinating. We are just going to do it. Very good question. I I remember having this thought in my mind over and over again, like, why why would that be so hard to do? Why why don't we just do this? And um, it really just came on the spur of a moment. I, it was still mulling over in my mind. Uh, Donna and I went to an event at the Hilton Hotel and coming out of the Hilton Hotel and you go around in Adelaide and you go up the car park at the back of the Hilton Hotel and, and it, just, it, it just was on my mind. When am I going to start this? When am I going to do this? And we walked past this um, a young lady and I think Donna probably best explained the rest of this. <laughs> it was quite funny actually because... Um we walked past this young lady and she'd obviously just come out from, from finishing work at Hilton. And we stopped to say hello to her as we always do with people when they're, you know, sitting there and they look up and smile. So we said hello. 
and just started to talk to her. And then suddenly out of the blue, Stephen says, oh, is it okay if I ask you a question? And I thought, oh, I wonder where this is going. Because <laughs> we hadn't actually spoken about it before that point. And, um, and she said, yeah, that's fine. And then, then he just sort of came out with, um, well, we've made this decision to, uh, to go on a journey of meeting someone new every day for the next 366 days, um, not being a leap year this year. And she said, oh, wow, that's a great idea. And, and then it just all sort of took off from there. Yeah, that yeah. Gave, gave me great courage that, yeah, well, this, this is a good idea. Let's start this. And we'd learn enough um, through, through, through being mentored that and a strong influence in our life that, you know, now that I've made this decision, it's done. Like there is no, there is no the next day re-deciding. It really became from that day, right, the next day, how are we going to meet someone today? How are we going to do this? Um, because before the coronavirus, the only way we could meet people was was physically to go out there and, and go somewhere to meet people. So we signed up at the gym. I never been, I haven't been to the gym for 30 years. So we signed up to the gym, uh, all sorts of different things that we did just to just to, to be around people and say hello um, to find those ones that were willing to talk. I really love that. So it sounds like you actually started almost accidentally or you started yeah. and then you realised that you'd actually started yeah. and then yeah. you thought, okay, yeah. we've done it. Because yeah. I I, I've heard it said that um, it's, like, it's like jumping out of a plane. It's the sitting there and thinking about it is where the fear builds. Once you've actually made the decision, you've taken the leap and the fear's gone. Yeah. And so and I feel that's the thing. The longer that you think about starting something, the greater the fear is. But it's also what I've heard called the law of diminishing intention as well, is that the longer that you actually you stretch out something, often the less likely it is that you actually do it. Yeah. So I love that you yeah. did it, realised that you did it, and it's like, wow, we've started, we can do this. Um, and I love you started to touch on there as well. You started to touch on how you approached it. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about the how, and especially now that with distancing and stuff like that, obviously we've met via LinkedIn, but yeah. I'd love to hear how you, yeah, because I guess it was, it was a few months that you'd been on this journey before the world got turned upside yep. down. So I'd love to hear how you approached it beforehand and how that's changed since the isolation has come in. Yeah, no, good. And one thing I want to touch on, what made it easy once I started was accountability. Mm. And I never realised the power of accountability, although it, it was inherent. But once I posted the first photo on Instagram and said it's the start of a 366-day journey, it was, I was now accountable to myself to do what I said I was going to do because I had declared it. Um, that was more powerful than I, I ever imagined it would be, that, that idea of accountability. So, so then the journey just started. So it was, now it was like, okay, who are we, what are we going to do today to meet someone? So, you know, we'd go, so the next day we went to, um, you know, we went looking for uh, storage stuff in the house and met a young lady um, who was there in the in the in the shop? Um, but then we had to do things. So as I said, we, we started going to the gym, and we went to the gym, you know, late at night because it was the best for us. And um, you know, we met people at the gym that we had photographs with. Um, and the and the one thing that created the most ability to contact people was 
and now it comes from a book, Acre of Diamonds, about, you know, there's diamonds in your backyard. And we live in Mawson Lakes, and we found just going for a walk around where we live, um, we met people all the time. And in close to before the coronavirus come, almost a third of the people we ended up meeting lived walking distance from our house. That is so good. And, and yeah, I love the reference to Acres of Diamonds because it is. It's like the, the stuff that so often we go searching far afield for stuff when it's right under our noses all the time yeah. or we feel that we've looked and we stop and then realize again it was just that was that far away <laughs> so i yeah i love that and and so that that that's that's awesome that you found these people particularly out walking and so how far ahead do you for for, for now or even before the social isolation um, measures kicked in how far ahead do you plan <laughs> i love yes yeah, so before the social isolation that it was down to we woke up every day with we go we have we are going to meet someone today we just don't know where or how um, sometimes it came down to 11 30 at night um, uh, leaving the gym before we, we found someone but we ended up now with that total belief we will meet someone today we just don't know how or when so we we physically had to go for a walk we had to go to the gym we had to go to a store we had to go somewhere to say hello um, and that's what we thought it was going to be. And then when social distancing happened, the first thing that made us think about this was, was your event, in fact, Stacey, where you put on LinkedIn about you're going to have a, a dropping, dropping um, uh, Zoom session for people. And so we thought, oh, that's pretty neat. So we joined in on that. And, um, and we thought, this is pretty cool. So we just then after that just started connecting with people on LinkedIn and the willingness for people to connect just was just blew our minds. Like um, we've had, we it's just been a, uh, we're so blessed, I think, with the amount of people and the type of people we've met um, through LinkedIn and the willingness for people to connect. And now people seeing what we're doing and and messaging me and, and wanting to to connect is quite quite amazing. And what's it enabled us to do now is rather than get up and wonder who we're going to meet today, we now actually get up and we have scheduled in our calendar Zoom conversations with people. At the moment, we have Zoom conversations in our schedule out until Friday of next week. So you know, we literally have planned meetings with people we've never met before a week in, week, week out. So yeah, it's quite amazing. <laughs> I really love how that shifted. And it's quite interesting because I didn't realise that coming into to my virtual drop-in centre was the was that opened the door to yep. see just the power of LinkedIn. Yeah. So, oh, look, I'm really grateful that 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 helped with that um, and also that, that you reached out and connected with me in that way as well. I think it's great. And I also love, too, by by sharing your story and what you're doing, how that, 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 that there's been that tipping point now where it's tipped over from you going out and doing the outreach to people actually coming to you. And I just feel that that's really that's really a, a, a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, and it is. It's very um, uh, amazing for us because we we hoping we could make an, an impact. And um, you know, because our view was never to go out there with that in mind. Our view was always to to connect with people with no agenda. Um, and you know, we saw it as the seeds that we were planting, connecting with people 
uh, was, is the seeds that we can plant. That's the actions that we can control. I can control connecting with someone. I can't control their response. I can't control whether they want to talk to me. I can't control how they respond. But I can control uh, making decisions to go and connect. And we just figured if we plant enough seeds, then a harvest will come. When it will come, how it will come, have no idea. Right? Um, so, and we, we just had the belief that connecting with people with no agenda is, is what's needed most, is, 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 the, is, the, is the best thing you can do to add value to people. Um, and it turns out what's needed um, probably now more than anything is just a, that, a, that ability to connect with people with no agenda. Um, and it was a skill that I wanted to learn. Like I wanted to learn how to connect with people. I don't want to be um, a socially awkward engineer. Yeah, well, it sounds like you've certainly swung that around um, in, in a very, very major way. And it's, it's been good to see even just the, the process of our conversations and stuff over the time. I can see that you, you're becoming more relaxed and, and more comfortable in having the conversations, which I think is amazing. And over the journey so far, what has surprised you the most? Okay, that's an easy question. What surprised me the most? is how much we still judge people and how much I'm intolerant. And, and it's caused us to work on those two areas. So uh, as an example with judgment, so at, we're at the gym one night, it was the 11.30 at night, I, just, I still hadn't met anyone. We're about to leave the gym and go to this a 24-hour bakery in Adelaide. So we're going to go to the, as a last call, 24-hour bakery. We're bound to meet someone there. And there was this young guy in the gym who, who's, you know, his arms, was, arms were twice as big as me. Like, this guy was huge. And he had tats and he was in a, in a chair um, on his phone with his earphones in. And, and I remember thinking, oh, do I, what do I do here? And... and you can say oh, what you thought. In my mind, like, because I, I kind of walked past this guy and I could see Stephen looking at him and I'm thinking, oh, no, he looks too scary. Don't talk to him. Like, he might not want to talk to us, you know. I was, I was worried that, you know, just, just because of his appearance, which is really silly, looking back. But, you know, that, that's what happens. We judge people by their appearance. And so I'm thinking, oh, no, don't, don't say anything. But then I heard Stephen say... I, I thought, what do I say to this guy? And the only thing that popped into my head was, and as loud as I could, because I know he's on, he was on a, on a headphones, I said, mate, you have big arms. And um, I love that. And from that, and it was because we had a goal that made me connect. So without the goal of meeting someone new every day, I would have never have met this young guy. So he took off his headphones and we started a conversation with just an amazing young guy who was in his 20s, found out he ran a company, employed 20 people, um, come from a country overseas, ended up in a detention centre for a while, had this amazing conversation. And when we left it, we just started the questions out, why, why, why do we judge people? Why, do we, why did we judge? Um, so that's just... That's a learning experience for us. Like a really humbling experience yeah. too, um, you know, because literally I, I almost felt like someone smacked me in the face and said, see, you know, you shouldn't look at people and, and assume what they're going to be like just because of the way they look, you know. That, it really made me think about in future 
I, I just should not, shouldn't look at people and, and assume what, you know, what their lives are like or what they're like or anything. Yeah. And intolerance is the other thing that we learn we need to get better at. What I mean by that is, you know, when you're randomly connecting with people and you're having a conversation and you're asking questions about, you know, about them and they bring up something that's completely the opposite to a belief that you have. Um, this, you know, there's something that just come, comes up. It's like a wall um, that then stifles the conversation because, you know, my mind starts to wander about, you know, this belief that's completely different. And I just had to learn how to, how to get over that and just continue to have conversations with another human being um, that has different beliefs to me. That, that doesn't mean they're right or I'm wrong. Or, or it's just, they're just different. Um, because, again, we found ourselves leaving conversations like that, asking ourselves, why does that happen? Why? And, and trying to get inside ourselves to, to, to understand where does, that, where does that rise from? Where does that intolerance really come from? It's good because it, it then makes us put in a conscious effort of, you know, we don't want to be mm -hmm. that kind of person. We just want to want to talk to people and, and, and just love people the way they are. Mm. So, so, so when, from, from realising that now and when that comes up in a conversation now, how do you respond or behave differently from what you would have done in the past now that you have that self-awareness of that? It's more just an internal um, feeling. So it was just me coming to that, getting over that, um, that feeling of, you know, people can have a different belief than me, um, you know, because everyone has different beliefs. So, um, you know, the world's full of people with different beliefs and I need to connect with them as a person, right? You know, I've got to learn to, you know, to, to connect with people as, because everyone has something interesting we can learn from them. Everyone has different circumstances and ways they've grown up. So I now ask questions with a view of seeking to understand. So it's caused me to, to shift from just asking questions, but now asking questions to seek to understand the people we're speaking to. Um, and that's, that's, that's what's helped me, I guess, overcome anything that more than anything is asking questions, seeking to understand someone as opposed to just you know, asking a question, then telling me something, and it's different to what I think. Well, you know, just asking those questions to understand. Wow, it sounds like there's just been so many really unexpected learnings and growth experiences <laughs> yeah. that have come from this, and I think this has been really exciting to explore. So, with the time ahead, and and looking forward to. The, the it's almost the next half of the journey, isn't it? We're getting yes. approaching the halfway yep, mark. Yep, 183. Wow. So 183 you, is halfway. That's fantastic. So what are you most looking forward to in the in in the second half of this journey? I'm I'm looking forward to asking more challenging questions of people because when we started this journey, I was I was nervous about all sorts of stuff, and one of them was just the type of questions that I asked. Um, and then to realise that, you know, he asked the questions and, and people answer. So I, I want to, I'm looking forward to asking more challenging questions because I think if we ask more challenging questions, then the conversation and the relationship can get deeper. Um, so at the moment, the questions just revolve around, um, you know, asking people, you know, what's their biggest challenge at the moment? 
And we found that interesting because just this week we asked someone that question, you know, what's your biggest challenge at the moment? And he said, my biggest challenge at the moment is how I brand my business. And quite bizarrely, the next day, the lady we spoke to, her, what she does for a living is a branding business. So, so it's like, okay, well, you, you two need to talk. Um, the other question I like to ask is, what's something interesting about yourself? So you get to find out all sorts of interesting things about people. And just this week, we asked that of a lady, and she said that she rode a mountain bike down a part of Death Road in Bolivia. And then when you go, when you go look that up, really, you do go, wow, like, that's impressive. That is, that's interesting. <laughs> I admiration and respect for that lady because yeah. I wouldn't do it <laughs> oh no because I think I've seen those those roads on like old episodes of Top Gear I think isn't it <laughs> yeah. yeah that that's that's awesome and and so thinking ahead have you thought about day 366 yet and what that's going to look like uh, no I haven't because I for us it's just at the moment we we knew that that's ahead so um, we know that that goal is there and, and that's what we're working towards. But I, wanted, I don't want to lose sight of the fact that today is the only day I've got control of and today I have to meet someone because, um, you know, Saturday just gone, like we had um, a Zoom call lined up that fell through at 6.30 on a Saturday night. So here we are at 7 o'clock on a Saturday night with five hours to go and I, hadn't, I now have no one. And we can't go out. And we can't go out. I have no one lined up to meet. So it's not like, you know, okay, well, uh, it doesn't matter if I move it by a day. You know, all those thoughts start to come into your mind. So then you go, no, today's the only day I've got. I'll do whatever I can. It's all I can ask for. Do whatever I can. So we just started messaging all people we met before. So we ended up messaging um a guy I met before and he gave me a bunch of recommendations and that had to be in Africa so I still had time. So we're messaging, oh, all, these time zones. Yep. So <laughs> messaging all these people in Africa and we ended up lining up two guys in Africa, one in Kenya and one in Nigeria. Um, and the guy in Kenya was just a, a laugh and a half. We ended up doing a short video of him because he was just a, a great conversation to have. And it's like, you know, and from that uh, period of messaging to find someone for Saturday night. We lined up a few other meetings later on this week. Um, it's just, it was just amazing. Um, again, like, you know, we just had that belief that, okay, it's seven o'clock on a Saturday night, we will find someone. We, again, we don't know how, but that's just our belief. So every day for me is it's, it's today that's the most important day. I know 366 is out there, um, but today is the, the most important day. Yeah. So with that in mind, do you feel that you'll continue this beyond the 366 days or will it be a new challenge? I think there'll be a new challenge, but um, my mind's just consumed with <laughs> what I have to do today. But um, um, I think there will be because you know, I'm just listening to a, a podcast the other day that talked about the one thing that I can do is add value. So at the moment, I, I, my belief is, and, and I may be wrong, but my belief is connecting with people is a way of adding value, connecting without any agenda. Um, so once this journey's finished, it'll be, okay, what, what other ways, what have we learned from this that we can then continue to add value? Um, and we'll look at 
will keep seeking out ways to add value because at the end of my life, if all I've done is added value, um, then I can rest easy. Um, so, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's such a great place to come from and connecting with that agenda, adding value, always coming from a place of service. It's, it, it is. It's a beautiful space to hold for others and and I think it's just it's it's amazing and it's been incredible to be able to connect with you on this journey. So just like I guess to wrap up, it'd be great to to hear what advice you have for somebody that is either looking to learn a skill and maybe looking for an unconventional way to learn and master that skill or perhaps somebody that uh, would like to do something similar to what you what you've both done. Like what advice would you have for for that? Good question. Oh, if you want to add in as well, but I can start. Yeah. Would you want to start? Yeah. Um, well, my advice, I guess, would just be um, just just whatever you want to do, go for it. I think a lot of things that hold people back is you know fear of what other people will think of them and and that kind of thing. And um, you know, one thing we've learned is that don't worry about what other people think of you because they probably don't think of you at all so um and also um the reactions we've had have been so much more amazing than we ever thought they would be and um, people are so willing and so open to share and um you know just just don't have fear or if you have fear embrace it and go for it anyway that would be my yeah. advice and i think you know that you'd be pleasantly surprised and by far it's confirmed for us. Like we read us a, a great book by, I can't remember his name at the moment, but he's an American football coach um, about building teams. And in there, he spoke about a formula, which is E plus R equals O. Events happen in your life. You choose how to react to them and determines the outcome. And what we've learned through this is I can control my action, which is I can go out there and say hello to someone. I cannot control their response. And what I've learnt more than anything is their response is no reflection on me. Right? They, if they choose to respond in a way that, that is, is strange or indifferent because I've said hello to them or I've asked them questions, that's a reflection on where they are at currently in their life. It's not a reflection on me. So I had, I, I had to learn to get over the fact that if I say hello to someone they grunt at me, that's not me now to go, what did I do wrong, right? I, I did what I could do, which was I, I went out to say hello and communicate. If I don't get that back, then, then it's no reflection on me. That's the biggest thing that I've learned is, um, and we've had conversations with people we've met who run teams of people and we've shared this, this thought with them and they've, they've taken that as well and, and gone and shared it because it is a... For me, it was an amazing place to get to, to realise that, that I can just control my actions and whatever, whatever response I get to that is not a reflection of me. It's not who I am. It's just, yeah. Amazing insights and reflections. So thank you so much for taking the time to share the journey so far. And I would love to have another conversation at the end of the journey just to, to see um, how the second half went and, and what kind of learnings you had from that. And, and for those that are going to follow the journey, where is the best place for people to do that? Good question. So the best place to follow that is um, I've recorded, I've taken a photo with everyone that we've met 
and I started out, I don't know why, but I started out on Instagram. So it's all recorded on Instagram at the Stephen Fry. That's with a P-H, the T-H-E, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-F-R-Y, the Stephen Fry. Um, and then for people that more recently, I've been putting them on LinkedIn as well because everyone we're meeting now is, is, is through LinkedIn. Um, so, um, yeah, so on LinkedIn, the, the, um, Stephen Fry, it'll be easy to find. Um, I think I'm the only person that I've seen on LinkedIn that's got a photo of me and my wife um, as opposed to, uh, <laughs> as, uh, so it should be easy to find under Stephen Fry. Yeah, definitely recommend connecting and follow the journey. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how the second half goes. And thank you so much for the amazing conversation today. Thank you so thank much, Stacey. Thanks. Very much appreciated the questions you've asked. And uh, yeah, really look forward to keeping in touch. Excellent. Thank you.